0: What's going on, everybody? Leo Cannell here today. I'm going to tell you about that time I backed my Tesla into my own garage door and how that worked out. I'm going to talk about what you can learn when you screw up at an epic level like that. How do you make sure that big mistakes like that only happen once and do not happen again? And how do you move on quickly to the solutions and progress that you need to be achieving after a huge mistake like that? Let's go! There are over 32 million businesses in the US, and over 90% of them will never break seven figures in annual sales. So, how do we, as entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs, break into that seven figures club? This podcast will relentlessly share the secrets, strategies, and tactics. I've used to create three multi-seven-figures businesses and bring in even more successful entrepreneurs than me to share their inspirational stories and tactics to success. You can create your dream business in life right now. So buckle up and let's go. Well, my friends, uh, crazy times, crazy times. So this morning, super excited, got up early at 5.30 a.m., ready to go ahead and knock out a a really good uh, workout at uh, Legends Boxing here in Utah. And excitingly, my 16-year-old daughter agreed to wake up and give the boxing class a try. She's a world-class dancer and was looking for, you know, an alternate uh, workout method to kind of keep her progressing as well and she'd never done boxing and always thought it would be fun so she got up and we were all excited we got ready we got you know into uh, my tesla model s that uh, is uh, very customized and that uh, you know i'm not really a big car guy never been a huge car guy more of a, a house guy but But I do enjoy that car. And what happened was I read the biography of Elon Musk. And in that biography, he talked about the journey when he was able to cash out with PayPal, get about $100 million. And he pretty much put up uh, half of it into Tesla and half of it into SpaceX. He's growing these companies. In 2008, I believe it was, towards the end of the year, he basically comes within a few weeks of going bankrupt and losing both of those businesses. And at the last second, he's able to find the money for Tesla and for SpaceX from the government and alone and keep both of those businesses going fast forward later. And he, you know, takes turns being the number one richest man in the world with Jeff Bezos. And unlike Jeff Bezos, I find him to be much more of a rebellious, you know, I'm going to make the world better no matter what, doesn't care what people think. And I like that. And I find that to be more admirable than Jeff Bezos, for sure. Although I buy stuff on Amazon every single day, I do love my Tesla and I do feel like it makes a difference in the world. And I love not having to get gas and and do those types of things that you have to with a regular car. It always trips me up when I get in our Suburban and I have to get gas. So that, my friends, is why I drive a Tesla. Again, not a big uh, car guy, but uh, definitely love that car, love the mission of Elon Musk, so my daughter and I get in my Tesla, and I almost always, apparently, open the garage door, hit the button as I walk out our, you know, door to go get into my car. And this time, you know, it's six o'clock in the morning. Clearly, my brain was not functioning at a very high level. I thought I'd hit the button. I back up, and you know, I'm not backing up uh, super fast, but you know, in between, not super slow and not super fast, about medium. And I hit something. I'm like, what the hell? What did I just hit? Well, was there a car, you know, parked in front of my garage door? What is going on here? And as I look back, I'm like, oh my word, the garage door is very much closed. I am an idiot. Oh man, I'm not not very uh, happy with myself. I cannot believe this epic mistake that I have just committed with uh, the car that, uh, that I really like, and I'm not a car guy, but I love that car, and I just cannot believe that I did it, so I drive forward a couple feet, get out, my daughter and I both have our flashlights on from our phones, and we're checking out the damage, and the damage, you know, there's about three little little kind of bites uh, to the bumper, and it doesn't look great, but it's not terrible the end of the world either. It's not that noticeable, but it is noticeable, and I'm very upset at myself, and I'm using some pretty derogatory language in front of my 16-year-old daughter, which uh, she's not totally surprised by that. But anyway, that's how my morning started, so that's the time when I backed my test into my own garage, and so... The good news is I talk about values and principles and the way that we live our life. And when massive mistakes like that happen, I get the opportunity to implement and live those and practice what I preach. So, you know, I'm trying to transition into, all right, what are my potential solutions here? How am I going to, you know, rebound? What can I learn from this? Well, the most important thing that I always learn when I commit a colossal error like that is the number one, we are human. We're going to make these types of mistakes and to make a massive screw up, F up type mistake like that is to be human, which we all are. And we will all make those mistakes, unfortunately, probably for the rest of our lives. But the key, the absolute key to success in life, I'm convinced is to not make the same epic mistake twice. You do it once, okay, you know, you do it twice, shame on you, that's egregious, that's unacceptable, you cannot commit the same error twice, you can't keep making the same mistake over and over again and hope to progress, hope to achieve your goals, and you cannot accept it from your team either. You you can accept that they make a mistake, and you can educate them and empower them to focus on what the solutions are. Step one, you've got to realize, acknowledge the mistake. You can't lie to yourself. Step two, 99% of the rest of our time needs to go to where are the solutions to make sure that we don't commit this mistake again and too often in society in the world what the media is really good at doing is focusing 99 percent on the problem and about one percent on the solution and they whine and they complain and they bitch and they moan and they blame everybody in the world for that mistake that has happened for that issue, that challenge, and they make love to that problem. They just dive in it and they swim all over it and they cover themselves in that problem and they go every which way and they try to figure out all the people that are to blame, and it reminds me of previous partners in a previous company that were so good, so good at blaming everybody but themselves and not being accountable and not focusing on solutions and not being unreasonably optimistic in the face of adversity and moving on to solutions. And I think about when I, when a problem child, a client who has decided to be very upset with us, and it happens very rarely, maybe 1% or 2% of the time, But you'll get this illogical, crazy person who, you know, wants to breach their contract and everything that we all agreed on and we did exactly what we said we would do. And then they, at the end of the day, they just think they get to break that contract, avoid making payment and pretend like they didn't actually agree to that when we've got recorded phone calls and a signed legally binding contract that say otherwise. And so when you come across that, that gives you the opportunity to live your values and principles. Okay, I'm going to focus. Where are the solutions? I'm going to be unreasonably optimistic and not even accept whatever their problem is and move right on to where could we agree on a resolution where can we move forward what questions can i ask and listen and listen some more and figure out you know what we can do better to avoid this situation moving into the future so what can you learn when you screw up epically like that you can learn number one i'm not going to repeat that mistake again number two You can learn to move on quickly. I could still be making love to my problem, the screw up I have, or I can move forward, all right? I can take this into my mechanic, Jamie. He can probably do a few things. My door handle hasn't been opening as well on the passenger side as it should. You know, my uh, park assist is coming up obnoxiously. There are always little tech things with a Tesla that most other cars don't have because they don't have that much technology with them. So there are those little things that need to be fixed so I can focus on, all right, well, when can I plan this? I need to reach out to him. Let's get this going. Let's figure out what can be done. Or I can also look at it as, you know, it's really very minor. It's not even that big a deal. And frankly, sometimes I like to be able to see a mistake that I I made, that I committed, that was 100% on me and look at it over time on a daily basis and remind myself of why I'm not gonna make the same mistake again, of why I'm going to continue to progress. And it's kind of like one of those scars you get that that lead you and guide you forward. And sometimes I like to have those. So how do you make sure that a big mistake like that only happens once? Well, number one, again, acknowledging it and uh, burning it into your brain that I'm not gonna let it happen again. But I find again, that I need to focus on what I need to be doing, not what I shouldn't. I always tell my wife, hey, tell the kids what they should do, not what they shouldn't. But again, in society, the media everywhere, it's don't do this, don't do that. And I always remember, you know, this gentle, awesome man named Bob Nichols, who was in uh, the only BNI group that I've ever been a part of, because it takes a lot of time to be in those BNI groups. You meet up once a week, and I was the business funding guy in the BNI group, and he was the wordsmith And he would kind of help with marketing campaigns and wordsmithing. And one of the things that he talked about is you go into the gas station, you go into the grocery store, and it always, and still to this day, my goodness, I go into our local grocery store and it still says this, and it says, don't forget the ice. And what do you do? You forget the ice. Wrong thing to focus on. Focusing on the negative, focusing on the problem, and legendary, now Hall of Fame, Dallas Cowboys coach and Miami Dolphins coach Jimmy Johnson, also a national championship champion uh, coach with the University of Miami, was so good at this. He would say, Hey, don't tell the players. Don't fumble, he'd say, hold that ball high and tight. You know, hold that ball high and tight strong. Hold on to that ball tight, right? Remind them of what they need to do, not what they should not do. When you focus on what you should not do or the problem as I call it, now you're sure to attract that problem in your life. The problem is in your head, not the solution. When you focus on the solution instead of don't forget the ice, it's remember the ice. Hey, remember that ice. Remember that ice. That positive that that affirmative manifestation comment that you say to yourself, to your clients, to your team—that's what they're going to remember. If you tell them don't do something, well, all they think about is the problem, the mistake, and nine times out of ten, they'll attract it. It will come right back at you and them. So you've got to tell them to remember the ice. Hey, remember, and and I get to uh, you know I've coached. Uh, coach three out of my four boys in football and so I get the opportunity to remind them hey hold that ball high and tight hold that ball high and tight I, d- I never say oh don't fumble don't do this I tell them what they need to do and that is a very important part of you know making sure that we don't let that big mistake happen again and to move on quickly to those solutions and progress after the huge mistake and I do think it's important to remember the big mistake. It's important to remember it because it reminds us of what we need to do. And that's important too, but it's very important to focus on what are the steps, what are the solutions that I can do to be moving forward in whatever the mistake is that I've made. And at the end of the day, when you're the business owner, when you're the entrepreneur, the buck stops with you when you're the president, hint, hint, uh, presidents out there, It's on you. It all starts and ends with you. You don't get to blame anybody else. You take that accountability and responsibility and you focus on those solutions. And when you get the opportunity to do that and move forward, you can teach your children, you can teach your team, you can teach your your clients, your community, what it's all about. And so that my friends is today's podcast, that time when I backed my Tesla into my own garage and i'm going to make sure i focus on always opening that garage door hitting that button before i even get into my car. As i'm going down the steps to get into my tesla i will be opening that garage door for the rest of my life and making sure that i focus on that solution to avoid that problem in the future well guys make it happen and don't back your car into your own garage it's a very sad thing oh i just broke my uh, what i've been telling you to Focus on always opening the garage door before you get in your car, and you'll never have to worry about that mistake that I made. So always open that garage door first, and again, focus on the positive, not the negative. Tell me what I should do, not what I shouldn't, and success will be yours.